You're listening to the How to Faith a Life podcast, where we wrestle with questions on how to live a life of faith. From everything from books to Bible studies, even Bible study tips, this is your place to wrestle with the hard questions and dive deep into what scripture really says for the Christian walk. Make sure you've subscribed to this podcast on your favorite podcast streaming services, review this podcast so other people can find it, and share with other believers who want to ask the hard questions. Now, with all that said, let's begin. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the How to Faith a Life podcast. Today we end season two, and it's really quite bittersweet. I had many guests that I wanted to have on this podcast that just never happened. Um, I mean, it has been marvelous, and we've had so many great guests, but I have so much more in me that I'm looking forward to pouring out in season three, Lord willing. And um, yeah, I mean, I even think about like, conversations I had with some of my patrons and we were looking forward to Jesse Noah, who I'm talking about. And we'll have to look forward to that in season three, I guess. But it feels, I just feel really grateful. I mean, when I started out this season, it was like, oh, I'm just going to pick up where I left off and it's going to be super easy. And then the, I don't know if you guys really felt this from your end. You probably did because it was very visible, but the first couple episodes were really rocky. I was really struggling with the quality of the audio, the quality of the recordings, like everything, everything all around it. And this even might be Rocky itself. Um, it, it wasn't as smooth um, as I expected it to be. And once we really got into the interviews, it really, truly blessed me. And I didn't really want them to end. I have really struggled with, okay, the ending's coming and I don't want to record the last episode. I don't want to record the last episode. And so here I am, the morning it's supposed to come out, finally sitting down and being like, okay, it's time, Faith. You've literally been in actual, literal denial. (laughs) It's not just a river in Egypt, people. (laughs) It's the status of Faith's heart. (laughs) No, but um, it truly has been really good for me um, to sit there and have these conversations with people I really admire and to pick their brains on and off camera. And I was kind of thinking about all that I'm learning and all that I've already addressed, like, I mean, talking about how I'm not super thrilled that it's over. And, you know, um, if I'm to be honest with you guys, and I hopefully you guys can relate, I am the type of person that's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I do it and it's not quite enough. I'm like, well, I should have done it better. Or I should have done it more, or I could have put more into it. I, and I pick it apart. I'm my worst critic. Right. And I know most people are that way. And so I set out to do this podcast season two and I was like, do 10 episodes, get them scheduled out. And then as the season went on, I was like, Oh, this person recommended this guest. I should do that. Oh, you know, this guest canceled. So let's do this. And, and, and things evolved. And then we get to the end and it's like, Oh, I would have loved to have a few more episodes. I would have loved to have a few more conversations. Maybe I could just continue the season. Maybe I could just fit in a few more episodes. Maybe I can just push a little bit harder, try a little bit deeper, whatever it is. And yet the Lord has just been knocking on my heart of faith. Rest. You set out to do one thing. You've done it. Now close that door, close that chapter. And yet it's so hard for me because to in my point of view, there's always more that I could have given or more that I could do. And so at what point do you cut off and say, I've done enough, right? And let the Lord do his work. Um, and hopefully I'm not the only one that struggles with that, but it's truly been really hard for me. I really, I pondered for quite a while. And that's part of the reason why I haven't recorded this yet is because I wanted to continue if I'm being honest with you guys. And yet the Lord like made it super clear just through scheduling and things like that, that it's not 
the case and I've got plenty other things on my plate anyway. Um, but this season really grew me because the whole time I'm sitting there having these conversations with people that I really admire, people that basically hung the moon, people that I want to be like when I grow up. (laughs) And, um, yet, you know, on and off camera, I really see their humanity. They have scheduling issues just like me. They like me need a break. They like me, me make mistakes and have to restart their sentences. They like me are very human and have some of the same human heartbreaks and questions and thoughts. And this, if I've learned anything from the season, it's really like the humanity of some of the people that I idolize as if they hung the moon. I mean, you guys saw them like old professors to scholars, to book authors, to study writers. I mean, these are people that have really super influenced me or just I really super admire and yet they're human just like me and they have their own um what's the word I want to put to it but like just their own fingerprints their own humanity is all over them and I think it's easy when we are distanced from people to think okay yeah everybody struggles with like sleep other than them everybody um doesn't have their life together except for those kind of people that we admire. Yeah, they have it all figured out. They, they've they got, and like we wouldn't say that, but we kind of start to believe it, right? <clears throat> we kind of start to believe that the people we admire don't struggle with saying no. They, they have all the answers. They never are unsure if they've done enough. And so as I was learning so much from these people that I really admire um, and having these conversations with them and seeing their humanity, I really wanted to share with you guys how, though it's been such a great season, me and my own sinful humanity, I struggle with the questions of, have I done enough? Can I end it here? Should I keep on pushing and and keep on continuing? And I know the answer and I know what God's calling me to do, but sometimes it's still hard to just rest. If I'm being honest with you guys, it can be really, really hard to rest. And yeah, I know the Lord's calling me to that season. Joe and I are currently finishing up some big projects. Ooh, do I want to tell you guys about them? Well, I'll tell you about one. Um, we have been, well, really all year long, I've been trying to do it and it was a battle. And so finally Joe stepped in with me a couple of months ago and he was like, Faith, I want to help you with this. And so we really got the gears going when Joe kind of stepped up and helped me um, kind of get it going. But we have been filming videos that go along with every day of my Bible reading plan. Because if y'all have been here for a while, you know, I have a very unique Bible reading plan that I wrote where I pair, it's chronological, you go through the Bible in a year, but I also pair boring books with more interesting books when you would otherwise be stuck for a while in a boring book like Leviticus or Numbers or whatever it is. Um, And so because of that, people, as they started to go through my Bible reading plan, they started to have questions about it and um, like, wait, what is the connection I'm missing for this day? Why are we reading Genesis and Acts together? Like, what am I missing? And so I realized very quickly that I wanted to build out more resources to kind of help people through their Bible studies. And yet I felt so overwhelmed with the task. It was kind of it's been very hard to build it out, but Joe has helped me so much. I also should note when I first announced my Bible reading plan, like three years ago, I said that there would be videos or I said I would talk about it in my videos and people thought that meant that there were videos for it anyway. So that started like the actual need for it has started from the very beginning of launching it. I realized this would be something I'd love to do. And then is it called the Bible recap? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. They came out with their 
videos. And I was like, oh, there's not a need for this anymore. And yet I still continually felt the call to it. And the Lord would get, send me emails of people asking for stuff like that. And um, so the Lord made it clear, like, you know, called me to it. But it's just one of those things where it's been... I'm looking forward to having it done because it's a whole organizational thing of having all like, what is it? 270 videos planned, then filmed, then edited, and then put into like a course format has been really hard. But anyway, we're working on that, for example, and I'm very excited to um, finish that up. And um, one thing that will help me do that is like having less podcast recordings per week and things like that. So um, that was a long rabbit trail to one, say, keep your eyes out because that's going to be coming out um, beginning of December maybe even middle of December, depending on organization and just all the back end stuff that we have to do. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it and it's been a blessing. It really, truly, it's been such a blessing to make because there's all this stuff that's going in my mind. Um, when I think about these passages and we get to actually like share them, um, and then also make all these beautiful connections for, um, the readers. So if you've been going through my Bible reading plan, or if you've tried and maybe stopped, this would be a great time to pick it back up. Um, and maybe try it in 2024 because there will be daily videos. And then once it's built out, I'll be able to add to it. It's a course platform that I'm putting it in, um, so that it is updated real time. So if I add a video on a Tuesday, you'll see it five minutes later in your course. Um, and that way, you know, seven years from now, when I hear a good sermon, I'm like, oh, that would so go with my reading in my Bible reading plan, I can put it in that. I can link it. I can throw articles in there. I can film additional videos. I can throw verse mapping videos, word study videos. You know, it's a place that it's not just download and print and the final document needs to be like done. You know, it's something that can be updated, changed, revised, whatever, um, to better support people. If people still have a lot of questions after they watch that day's video, I can build out something to help them. You know, so anyway, I'm very excited about it. I see the practicality. I see how it's needed. Um, but that's been a big thing on our to-do list uh, these last couple months that we've been working on. Um, so anyway, I, I know this has been such a good podcast season and I feel the call to, um, slow down and to rest more. And yet I also like my sinful, selfish nature wants to keep going. I think I've made that clear, right? And um, I would call it really a temptation to want to keep going. Um, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't come from like necessarily spiritual conviction. It doesn't come from like nudging from the Lord. It doesn't even necessarily come from like a need that I see communicated through you guys. Not that I always do what y'all gonna say, but you know, like I, I do keep my, you know, I do keep a, what is that called? Like a temp? I, I have my finger on the temp. Is that the saying? I don't even know, guys. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I like to keep feelers out for um, if stuff is hitting where it needs to hit or if it's doing what it needs to do, right? And um, you guys have had so many great recommendations of visitors and guests, but I don't even necessarily feel like I need to do it for you guys. It's just in my own head and heart. I would love to keep going. And maybe you're in a season like that where you're doing good things or life is good. Like laundry is good, but you need to learn how to stop and say, okay, I've done enough laundry for today. I use that example because I have an ongoing laundry pile. And um, right now my dining room table is covered in laundry folding pileness. And, um, it's just an ongoing thing. It's part of motherhood and I'm wearing clothes right now that will have to be washed tonight, you know? Um, but I think it's tempting to sit there and always try and control. And we control by saying we're never done. It's a sense of 
we get to dictate when it's done versus listening and trusting God for when he says, or even just directs us to be done. You know, I set out to make 10 episodes. I'm going to make 10 episodes, you know? Um, but we like to say, no, I want more for myself. Or what about, what if I just try and get ahead or whatever it is? Um, and if I've learned anything from these conversations with these people, especially the moments, like I didn't talk about this yet, but like, you know, there's time before we start filming and after we start stop filming where you get to have a little bit of a candid conversation with the people and say, oh man, that buffering was really annoying. <laughs> Sorry, we kept interrupting each other. <laughs> um, you know, was that okay? Or, you know, can we edit that part out? Or what, you know, we'll have like candid conversation. And I really got to see their humanity and feel all of our not enoughness. And and to imagine doing that with like people you really admire, people that you think hung the moon, you know, obviously I say that tongue in cheek because obviously the Lord hung the moon, but y'all get what I'm saying. Um, it, it's, it's one of those things where we tend to hold ourselves to this incredibly high standard. And um, I was almost amazed at how much grace they gave themselves and needed me to give them. And that gave me room to give grace to myself. We often will say, you know, I just need a little bit of grace. I just need a little bit of rest. And we talk about his burden being light. But then we also talk about like, go and spread the gospel and run the race that's up before you. And like the work of, of the Christian life is like a, also a real thing. And I think I've struggled so many times <clears throat> with forgetting that the work of the gospel or like the running of the race of the Christian life is work if it's done in myself, but if it's not, if it's done in the Lord and if I do it resting, we easily forget that his burden is light because it's his burden, not our burden to carry. Yes, we run the race. Yes, Paul was in prison. Yes, that, you know, there's, there's suffering in the Christian life and there's, you know, sacrifices or whatever, however you want to word it, but they're light burdens because they're his burdens and we are just his vessels. We are just the clay in his hands. And that has been something I've been kind of chewing on. Um, I additionally, like whenever I think about rest, I often think of Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. And when I was going through this podcast season, I did Psalm 23 with my patrons. If you guys don't know, I do have a patron page and on there, um, I do in-depth studies through the Psalms with my patrons and it has been so good. Those studies are so in-depth. I'm like, I'm proud of them in a weird way because it's like, I'm proud of what the Lord's doing or what the Lord's already done through scripture and what we get to find, you know, together. And so, um, it's just been really good for me. And I, I, uh, the goal and the aim is to make it through all 150. So if you join today, you get to see all the previous ones and pick up with where we are at and go through them. Um, but they're really good. They're long, but they're really good. Um, and super in depth anyway. So I did that with Psalm 23 and really saw it in its richness. And it really convicted me in how much I tend to say like, yes, the Lord is, how do I want to even word this? Cause I don't want you guys to think I'm like some militant that's um, not like, I, I think if you would talk to me, like if you were a fly on the wall, you'd be like, no, faith relies on the Lord. But I don't in the sense that I'm like always not letting myself rest. And I always want to do more. Does that make sense? So I think there's a level to which we say like, yeah, I'm resting in the Lord, 
but in our hearts, our hearts aren't resting in the Lord or our minds aren't resting in the Lord. And we can even be doing the Lord's work and we're still not resting in the Lord. And um, I've been really struggling with like that balance of I, like, even if my hours of my days look different, everything can, or wait, no, no, no. <laughs> even if the hours of my day look the same, everything can change if my heart is set on him and not on, oh, my to-do list or, oh, I need to make sure I get this in or, oh, I, 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 even if it doesn't change any second or millisecond of my day, even if my schedule is completely the same, but I do it all with this worshipful unto the Lord resting in his presence is right here and it's leading and guiding me and empowering me, that will change everything. But it's been a struggle for me through this season of learning how to rest while doing that to remember that. And then if you forget that and you're you kind of just are doing and you're not resting while doing. This podcast has been sponsored by Mr. Penn. I'm so grateful that Mr. Penn has just blessed us this whole season long. They are an amazing company that has made the best Bible highlighters, markers, pens for Bible journaling. And when I reached out to them about this podcast, they were so incredibly gracious to want to be a part of the project. And so I want to thank Mr. Penn for being a part of this project, but also for being a company that I can promote, that has Christian values, that makes quality products at good, reasonable prices, and that wants to pour into this Bible nerd community. If you're looking for stocking stuffers, teacher's appreciation gifts, thank you gifts to your Sunday school teachers or pastors, I really encourage you to consider Mr. Penn products. These are things that they're going to have and use for the next year because they last so long and they're such good quality. So check out Mr. Penn on Amazon or go Mr. Penn on Instagram to see all their new products, sales, and announcements. And thank you to Mr. Penn for sponsoring this podcast. So I want to encourage you guys, um, the difference between resting and doing and his burden being light and um, running the race that's up before us or the, the, I guess, quote unquote, work of the Christian life, like preaching the gospel and um, giving a defense and, you know, all the um, imperatives that were given throughout the epistles, you know, to always give a defense for the faith and to preach the gospel and, you know, all those things, those will feel like work if you're not resting in your heart and mind on the Lord to empower you. The difference is, is the Lord doing it through you or are you doing it for the Lord? And I'm not saying doing stuff for the Lord is necessarily bad, but if the emphasis is on you doing it, you're going to be relying on yourself and it's not going to be a worshipful thing. And so it's just a simple little different mind shift of like, Lord, how do you want to speak to me today through this podcast? How do... Um, you want to lead me today and responding to this email, whatever it may be. And it's a whole lot, even it, like even if on a mental level, it's a whole lot less pressure on myself to have all the answers and to have it all figured out. And that's like one of the biggest takeaways I had from all of these amazing conversations with all of these scholars was their emphasis was on a whole lot less on like, let me say good things on this podcast so I can sell more books, <laughs> but a whole lot more on how is the Lord directing this conversation and how can I be his mouthpiece? And it's so simple. And you would think I would already have this lesson learned, but I, maybe it's just like on a deeper level learning. I don't even know. Like, I just feel like I need to sit there and chew on that more and more every single day. Um, so if you have a hard time letting yourself rest, if you are, and yet yearning for like the holidays, <laughs> if you have a hard time, 
um, with drawing that line. Maybe you're in ministry too. I think many people who are in ministry um, have a really blurred line of this because like for my husband, he's a pastor and his Sabbath is very stressful if he's not resting in the Lord. His Sabbath can be really, really busy and not a Sabbath. And there's so many good conversations that we've had through this on how are you resting and ministering in the Lord while still being a human. And I know I've talked about it multiple times here, but he has a different rest day. And we do very mindful certain things on certain days so that he can actually be fed as a human um, so that he can then pour out on these weird times, whether it's a football game that he's at um, trying to support the youth or it's a Bible study at the evenings or the early mornings. It just looks different. Um, and so I would encourage you, may, I imagine, you know, the person on the other end, <laughs> you are probably folding laundry, driving down the road, cooking dinner. Um, maybe you're even sitting somewhere just trying to rest. And you probably have a to-do list running through your mind. You probably feel unseen, unappreciated, like you're never enough. At least that's how I often feel. And I want to communicate to you that it's not about you. And that's good news. Not because <laughs> you aren't important, but it doesn't depend on you. And the Lord loves you and sees you. And in those ways, it is about you. But in what you do, it's not about you because your life is his. And so what he wants to do in and through you is not dependent on you it's on him and if you'd even try and do what he wants to do through you dependent on yourself it's not gonna happen at least it's not gonna happen right and with, with the right heart and so i encourage you rest in the lord today sit in those green pastures oh hello dropping my cup sit in those green pastures and watch as he restores your soul this psalm is a psalm of trust. It's not a psalm of rest even. It's a psalm of trust. And that really convicted me because I often think of it, like I said, as a psalm of rest. But resting depends on trust. Do we trust the Lord to be more than enough for us? Do we trust him to empower us? Or give us rest? Do we trust him to dictate everything in our lives? Or are we still trying to drive the car or manage everything ourselves and make all the decisions ourselves? I know for me, like just my gut reaction is to try and manage, drive, control. And I know that you know we aren't called to that, but sometimes the practicality of it is so hard. Like what does that really look for my life? And I think it starts with the mindset, it starts with the heart set of, am I even just sitting here right now worshipfully or am I sitting here right now because I decided to, you know, it's as simple as that. And it's, and I don't want it to sound legalistic. Like you can't, you know, drink a cup of water unless the Lord tells you to, you know, like that's not what I'm trying to say. But I do think this is a part of praying continually and praying without ceasing is that in everything we do, um, it's unto his glory and it's for the Lord. Everything we do is prayerfully considered. Um, has the Lord called me to this? Um, I just, this morning, was signing up to volunteer for something for my boys' school. And it's a ministry thing. And uh, it's a good thing. But, I mean, just without thinking, I signed up for it. 
And I was like, okay, so that means today I need to go do this and this and this. It's like, wait a second. When am I going to do that today, Faith? Like logically, were you called to this or did you just see this as a good opportunity? And there's a difference between a good opportunity versus what you're called to do. And learning that can be really humbling because though I do want to be super mom and do all the things and, and show up and the teachers be like, oh, she's a good mom that helps with things. <laughs> That's not what I'm called to be. I'm not called to be the classroom savior. I'm not called to be anything but point to the Lord and be a big arrow pointing to the Lord. And so um, he is our savior. We don't have to be. And praise him for that, right? Like we'll never save ourselves. We'll never be enough if we're constantly saying another uh, podcast episode or another hour of work or another page read or whatever it is. And so guys, I just pray that this encouraged you. It's a, it's like, I, I had this mapped out. Okay. I had this podcast, like the talking points and yet it's been so rambly and I'm not even sure if I communicated well, but I'm going to trust the Lord to, to have encouraged you guys. And um, hopefully convicted and um, given you a hug of sorts of you're seen and known and loved because um, I'm right there with you and we're all running this race together, um, better knowing and living unto the Lord together. And I don't think, I don't, well, I know we're not going to have it perfectly figured out anytime soon. And so I just want to encourage you that you don't have to have it perfectly figured out. You don't have to shame yourself for when you sign up for things you probably shouldn't have signed up to do <laughs> or um, when you you know, don't have all the answers on what you're supposed to be doing with your life or anything like that. Um, that's the beauty of the Christian life is that we're not God and we don't have all the answers and we're trusting him to be more than enough for us. All right, guys, I'm going to shush up. Thank you all so much for joining me for this um, season of um, the How to Faith Life podcast. And I pray that I encouraged you and gave you so many little nuggets of truth to chew on. Um, thank you all for being here and for being part of this family. And I pray that, um, you know always that you are loved and seen by the Lord. And um, I love y'all too. I'm so grateful for y'all and for y'all's presence here, but also just that we get to commune together on the richness of scripture and um, watch as the Lord works in all of us together. And I'm so grateful for that. All right, guys, I look forward to seeing you somewhere else on the internet in the meantime, but Lord willing in season three, if the Lord wills it. All right, I'll see you guys. Bye guys.